You know what I fucking hate about surfing? It's these fucking wankers who reverse park when the weather's cold so they can cower in the shelter of their bloody vans. I mean, how fucking pathetic is that? Man up. Man up, you fucking frilly blouses. Man up and rejoice in the contraction of your bull sacks before you even get anywhere near the fucking water. Do you reckon that your grandfathers reversed park to Gallipoli? Of course they bloody didn't. They'd be ashamed of you. You know what else? The same bloody, bloody wankers. They use surf ponchos. Surf ponchos. Don't even get me fucking started about surf ponchos. <coughs>Paddle out into the secret sonic surf spot that is sound waves. Tales from the shack. Shack, 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 shack. Stan? Hola, hola, hola. Daza, daza. <coughs> How are you? Good. Really good, actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it sounds like we're both um, uh, in a happily um, body aching post-surf state pretty much pretty much um yeah well you look like you've been um blessed with swell offshore winds and barrels yeah i mean it was yeah the the local break the because we've had a shitload of rain this winter um and you know truth be told kind of January and February have not been the best. It's just been, we've been hammered with lots of swells. And um, it's kind of, it's co- coincided quite well with our um, uh, ongoing catastrophic uh, COVID curfew situation. So it, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's been conducive to uh, staying indoors and um, respecting the rules. But um, yeah, the last, because of the, um, because of all the, all the rain there's a at the local there's a uh, um, a little river mouth um that at certain you know certain times it'll it'll be open and this has been open for months and so and it's there's still water come coming out of it so it's it's turned into as you can imagine there's just this beautiful uh beautiful bank left left bank that um kind of resembles uh well it was the last few days resembling um a place near you that I believe will soon be inundated with professional surf types or although uh, already um, a couple of couple of them look like they haven't got on the plane because they've got COVID so which is um, oh, really? which doesn't so- it doesn't bode well for the um, you know if the tennis tour uh, was hit by that much scandal I don't know how the fucking uh, surf goons will um, will be able to uh, uh, it'll that, be interesting that- won't it that that whole plane, um, may, it, it may just be a big tube of uh, COVID by the time it lands in uh, in Sydney. Yeah, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I, I think I saw Courtney Conlog uh, already doing laps of a room on 
Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think she said the 30 minute mark of a 14 day. Uh, Jesus. Well, you've, you've, lockdown, you've experienced some sort of, uh, I know you, although it was in your, in your own domicile, you know what it's, you know what it's like, but I would imagine yeah, being in yeah. a, in a, in a small hotel room must be fucking. Nah, I think that'd nasty. be next level. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, but, but, but yeah. lots of, lots of waves are cold. It's been pretty cold, the water. Um, but yeah, far out. Um, it, it was, yeah, the other day was probably our probably day of the year at our local. So, you know, you oh, can't, wow. can't complain about that really. Wow. Okay. Um, and my, yeah. uh, my, uh, my body's paying the price. Um, I don't think I'd, I surfed for like five and a half hours on Friday and that's the first time that long for quite a while. Um, that's yeah, that, that's pretty good. Yeah. Wow. And, and, and you, was that on the the um, Hayden Lewis single fin? Yeah, in the morning because the morning um, the tide was a little bit lower, or I went in um, as the tide was dropping. So there were a few bomb sets, um, you know, seven and a half footers, um, and <laughs> uh, yeah. So the single was was out, and then in the Arvo it it um, had a bit more water on it, so I took out the. Uh, the Hayden Lewis twin, actually. Um, oh. Yeah. Oh, it's actually, no, it's not. It, I mean, it is, it's designed as a twin, but at the moment, because um, I snapped one of my fins, uh, I, I was riding it as a thruster. But um, yeah, it's a beautiful okay. little five, nine, five, ten with a little flyer at the back, kind of squash tail. Oh, I can picture that. Yeah. 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 Very nice. Did, yeah. He made some, I think, similar to that, but he did these. Uh, um asymmetric oh ones like with a right have you seen those i think i've yeah. seen them on on his um on his web page actually but tell, tell me yeah. you, you you uh you've also got um some uh aching legs by the sound of it on after yeah uh, i'm not really i'm not really aching legs but yeah definitely the spaghetti arms came into yeah right yesterday so yeah I, I hopped on a boat with a few mates i got i was a last minute call up <laughs> i think i was uh I think I was a ring in, but uh, I took it. You know, <laughs> oh, they said yeah. we got one more, one more room on the boat, and I went, "Yep," uh, and um, went across to a semi, well, a very poorly kept secret spot. Um, river mouth, river mouth, left hander. Very, you know, similar to uh, the one in Spain, but definitely not as not as perfect. Right, but still super fun, super and fun. long, uh, long, long. When you um, long, I've- yeah, yeah. I got a couple. I reckon, I mean, it's hard to judge because I don't know, you, uh, but it must have been like 400 metres or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Because when I turned around to where I was sitting, the, the people were like little little dots, little specks. Yeah, I remember, um, I remember so. one time surfing there and because uh, we, we used to actually go and um, camp on the beach over there and have a, have a wild, yeah, right. wild old time. And um, I remember one time surfing out there when I, I caught a wave, you know, we were sitting quite far out the back, I guess. I caught a wave and went for ages and then pulled off. And as far as I could see out to sea, I could just see lines of waves. And then as far as I could see yeah. inland, all I could see was lines of waves. It's like, whoa, it's kind of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bit, it was like that. And um, it was a bit, bit of a, field. it's a bit of a circus now though, because there were, there was a, in a non-stop sort of drone droning sound uh, sort of in the air of jet skis. Cause they were, uh, there were people kind of using jet skis to get out the back. And then there yeah. were guys towing in on um, 
foil boards on the oh, on the fat shit. sections Jesus. and there were just jet skis just banging around just being jet skis Boy, <laughs> was, boys and their was, toys that's the carnival fucking carnival man uh, um, it was pretty nuts actually well it's um, funny it's funny because um uh, uh mrs normalston and i were talking um because uh yesterday was it yesterday yeah it was a beautiful day and um, we were sitting out in the garden, the, the, the spring, spring is springing here and the birds were everywhere, nice. you know, very peaceful Sunday morning. And then it was uh, temporarily, fortunately, um, interrupted by the, the, um, the dull, well, not so dull uh, sound of a group of quad bikes. Um, there's, a, <laughs> there's, there's a kind of forest uh, across the way, um, kind of, oh, yeah. I don't know, half a K away or something. And um, yeah, and, and I would, I'd imagine that the uh, the quad bike and the uh, the fucking jet ski are, are similar. Uh, yeah, kindred anno- spirits. Yeah, anno- an annoying drone. <laughs> um, but but uh, ha- having said that, um, it would be nice. We always dreamt when we used to surf that particular place fairly regularly. We always dreamt of having someone who would tow us back out. Um, Oh, for sure. A, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's a hell of a paddle. If someone offered you a lift out, you probably wouldn't say no. Because I, I think I did about three or four full paddles back out. Like mm. I got, you know, because you could get different sections. And I don't know, I probably got about 15 or so, 20 waves maybe. But the full paddle was, yeah, a bit soul destroying by the last one. It was, you know, and you had to save just that last bit of energy to get back to the boat. And that, well, that was, yeah, uh, that's I was it. Pretty much spent by then. Well, because you've got uh, to, um, you've got to, you got to judge it because you don't want to score a nice long one and then have to paddle all the way back to the boat. That's a, <laughs> I, I take it the boat was but, uh, off the end of the of the the top end, right? It was kind of halfway along. It was oh, okay. you had to paddle back out to it, which is yeah, it was hard work into it. But anyway, it was um, definitely worth it. Wow. Um, Stoked, we yeah. Are. And we've also had it. Sorry, yeah. So we've had the the local as well. The local beach, the south end, has been shit for years, basically. And now that's got Zach Bank again and South Zach Efron. And it is um it's been pumping. I had a surf last Saturday, Mm. which I mean, I hate saying this, but it was probably one of the best surfs I've had at that spot. Wow. Um and it wasn't because that spot is kind of renowned for being um a, a hell spot when you get you know solid six foot plus kind of stuff but this surf it wasn't it was like a no this is weird it was only about like three foot it but was it perfect. was just hitting the bank just so well uh, yeah. and it was kind of doing that bend kind of like yeah nice trestle style kind of bend yeah so you just have this beautiful wall to just to uh, uh it was right hander and um but it also had like a bit of a uh, a barrel section on the takeoff which was pretty i don't think i really i got sort of one but i didn't really get in it i dodged the barrel as no, uh yeah, as, as i we, want as to we, do as we but um uh but uh some of the good guys were yeah they were doing that sort of backdooring the takeoff and getting getting barreled on this on this nice. beautiful section so um nice well, to see what's, nice what's to see the, the explanation for because you know it, it's when you've got the situation like I was talking about with a, a river mouth that's open, you can kind of understand how the banks sort themselves out. And of course, where you surfed yesterday, that's the same deal. But 
I'm always um, kind of uh, intrigued about how a place like South Zach, um, how does that bank yeah. all of a sudden turn on? What what is it because you've had lots well, of all the lease wells or? Yeah, that's that's pretty much how I think it works. But I mean, there's obviously other factors because it doesn't always happen. But if if you get a good northerly round of northerly swell and a, and a nice big or easterly or northerly swell, the sand gets pushed down into the south corner, yeah. and then and you can see it happening. And and you just then you're just waiting for that first south swell to hit, and yeah. you know it's going to be good. And that's what happened. And so that little swell um, you've got. Funny. Even the Savo, that little swell has still got a bit more south in it than anything else. That's right, yeah. Right. And and it got big. Um, well, when I surfed the um, the river mouth, it was big at home. It actually the local version of Mavericks broke. Um, if you guys yeah, had a crack I at that, I saw that photo. Um, I was, uh, uh, yeah, I was semi torn because I thought I'd like to have a crack, but I don't have any. The worst excuse ever. I don't have any guns at the moment i've got uh i've actually got one i've actually got one on order quietly Ooh. hopefully mrs bodger's not listening um it's a little uh secret one but uh that's uh that's going to be a uh, exciting uh so what, and what i've it, got the one i well, you got the one you snapped sorry? yeah and the one i snapped is is getting repaired i actually hassled the guy said is it ready yet and he was like nah, still working on it so yeah. i was basically gunless okay. and uh but yeah, went to the so what did you seven. what did you ride in the uh, in the river mouth? Uh, I actually rode the Andrew Kidman Longfish. Oh, and, nice. Um, nice. Yeah, that that was really fun actually. Yeah, good for oh, paddling as well. Good for paddling. Good for just down the line speed and and kind of just gliding. Mm. You could also just kind of just stand there and do nothing and let the you know for a hundred meters or so and just well, take in the view. That's, that's a pretty good. good. That's a good thing. And uh, yeah. I, I think I show, I sent you a little video. My uh, my foray into the world of mid lengths is about to begin, so I'm I'm very much looking forward to taking uh, possession of that um, of my seven footer. That looks really nice. Yeah, it does, is that similar it? to the one um, our new friend? Um, was it is it Christo? 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 Or? Cisco? Cisco? Yeah. Cisco, the Cisco, Cisco. kid. Wow. Yeah, well, um, in this part of the world, if, world, if your name is Francisco, they um, they generally shorten short it to Cisco. Cisco. Yeah. So Cisco. Yeah. Um, he. Yeah. It's exactly. It's the same. He put me onto this this local guy. So um, as nice. uh, our our faithful sponsor um, Hayden Lewis, uh, he would normally be uh, in charge of all of my boards, but. Um, as um, I am uh, not likely to get to Australia for a, a while because of the uh, current um, pandemic, uh, yeah. I've got local. So um, yeah, and uh, actually, I because I, I also I I actually because uh, Sishko's a, a bigger guy than I am, and so he's got a seven six I think, um, and I was kind of umming and ahhing about going huge um but so i i actually sent an email to channel islands um and within about a, a day i got a reply from one of the one of the team at channel islands in the us and i i um gave them my height my weight um you know level of surfing and blah 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 and the guy gave me um told me what exact measurements i should have for my mid-length um and then I gave those measurements to the to the shaper. So 
Yeah, hopefully it'll it'll come out exactly the same as a as a uh, as a CI mid for about a third of the price. <laughs> you don't you don't expect any legal action from the CI team after after no, you've no, gone. No. Uh... no, they won't know. They won't know. But it's a yeah. So it should look pretty uh, pretty similar, really. Um, awesome. And uh, yeah, so. look, I'm I'm very much looking forward to uh, to doing some gliding on that too. So we shall see. Nice. Mm. Oh yeah, can't wait to see see uh, see some photos of it. Yeah, nice. Um, so um, floaters, anything floating the boat? Apart from couple of things. Apart might just some good waves. Might just go for a quick quick few things. Um, Beautiful. First thing, you know, we've been talking about the older surfer, the um, age versus experiencing. I don't know. I think I've put out that picture of. Uh, Pete Taplin, South Coast Oof. legend, uh, getting Jeez, barreled yes. at the ripe old age of 62 yeah. uh, at, our, uh, uh, at a spot down the coast, which a, is a, uh, known a spot for where, its, a spot uh, the, the, uh, the French Revolution um, named, right? Well, mate, we're on the same wave. I was actually going to say that's what I was going to call the surf spot, French Revolutions. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just love the. I love the the hoots from the from the from the rocks. Yeah, right. so we'll, we everyone put that knows. recording on perhaps. Yeah. Everyone knows. Oh, yeah, for sure. We will do. Um, everyone knows him uh, down that way. So. Um, yeah, but it was funny because I remember it was when we had our first uh, baby, brand new newborn baby. When we went on a, a holiday down the south coast, and we actually stayed right on that point, and. Um, you know, I wasn't really planning on surfing because it was more of a of a new baby kind of just relaxation kind of holiday. But then yep. uh, stepped outside, saw this reeling right hander off the point, and not many guys out. And uh, so I thought I'll have a crack. Uh, it looks pretty heavy, but I'll I'll give it a go. Anyway, so I paddle out, and and I'm out there, and it's you know as you know it breaks pretty close to the rocks there at uh, French Revolutions, and uh, <laughs> and Mrs. Mrs. Bodger um, had the had our newborn baby, sort of carrying carrying him, and um, she was walking around the rocks, and she saw where I was, and she just freaked out. I thought she's, I think she was thinking, oh no, I'm, you know, I'm a brand new mum, uh, I don't want to be uh, a widow yep. just yet, and so she started screaming to me and like beckoning me to come in, <laughs> and um, and I'm sitting out there trying to act all kind of nonchalant, and uh, all the locals are going. Who's that? Who's that crazy chick on the rocks? <laughs> I go, oh, that's my wife. She wants me to come in, and they're just cacking. And anyway, so I, I caught a wave that I thought I was probably I was probably dodging the barrel as usually, but I thought I was uh, I thought I was in it. But uh, anyway, I pulled off, turned around, feeling quite pleased with myself, and then I just saw Pete Taplin in as deep as you can be on the foam ball, just pretty much tube the whole way through and just came got spat out right next to me and i went wow that's uh, i didn't know who he was at the time but um well at the time he would have been still 40 plus right yeah he was like an old legend back then so mm. uh so they're pretty pretty tough down there and um yeah well he's a big he's oh, yeah. a big he's a big unit as well isn't he that's right but um well, and yeah. also there's um anyway. uh, speaking of the uh, the mature the more mature surfer there's a um, one of Mason Ho's latest videos there's his his old man Michael Ho 
getting absolutely shacked at backdoor pipe on like a fucking eight foot bomb. I don't know if you saw that. That's, I heard about it. Yeah. I didn't see it. No, that sounds crazy. And I think um, he's, well, he's at least 60, maybe, maybe more, but he's definitely 60. So it's great. Mm. I just love the bar just keeps getting moved <coughs> like later and later in life. It's, absolutely. It's um, great. Um, and one more thing yep. I was walking along and, um, walking, checking the surf the other day. And there was a sign up saying garage sale, uh, surf, what was it said? Surf garage South. I thought oh, I'll have a little peek. And, um, it was just up at the units at South Zach there. And it was lo and behold, it was filmmaker legend. Uh, Jack McCoy was selling a whole heap of stuff. Wow. So I picked up, picked up a few things, picked up a, a book on Mickey Dora. Bloody hell. All for a few perfect waves, which looks pretty cool. Um, there's actually a proof version. So it says uncorrected, not for sale. A movie called Spoons, a oh, Santa yeah. Barbara story. I've really wanted to uh, see that. that. That's supposed to be yeah, amazing. It's, it's about Yater and Greeno. So that I think that'll be pretty fascinating. And uh, this one is I'm pretty excited about. I got a box set of uh, the Billabong Challenge um, series. Oof nice five cds i really wanted to get this because it's got nine lives yeah which is, which is um it's impossible to which get is all of. around that it's that's right um it's all on that south coast we we're just mm. talking about yeah um and can't wait to um see well there's, there's one it. there's one memorable um uh, scene in that where they turn up to a place that um we're actually i think it's the same place that we uh we got a, a picture of um, uh, Garth Dickinson surfing the other day. Oh, right? yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I think it's that, but um, it's about 15 foot plus. And I think only, I think only Dorian and Sonny Garcia go out, something like that. And then Oki's kind of on the, on the rocks going, oh, that's fucking, that's crazy. You know, um, but they, I mean, they basically just scored everywhere they went on that trip, right? Yeah, yeah. It was big. It was, um, Super good place. Yeah, like that beach break, um, not far from there too. That's just barreling left-hander. It's um pretty good. Well, and 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 um, I mean, and of course the other um, what's is it psychedelic desert groove or whatever? Is that one of the? Oh, mate, um... you're good. <laughs> yeah, there's um. Well, these are the five: mystery left, J Bay, psychedelic desert groove, nine lives, and alley oop slash wide open. So Ooh, okay, so uh, I mean, obviously, the, the psychedelic desert groove is up northwest WA. I think the there might be two up there, two of the films. Mystery Left there. sounds a bit that yeah. too, doesn't it? I don't. And what, uh, what about the Alley Oop one? Is that um? Is that no like idea. Because mm. that was uh, uh, it was that was our favourite style master um, rabbit who who organised all of those, wasn't it? Oh, did he? Yeah, right, right. I think he was the, um, he was so, the context director for them all. Okay. Wow. Well, I can't wait to check them out. Yeah, uh, yeah that's pretty much it. Um, what else, what's been floating your boat? Uh, well, from um, the surf, apart from just surfing, which is always a good way to float your, your boat, um, I sent a thing to our little surf group yesterday of drone footage of a blue whale. Did you cop? A, oh, I did it? see that. That is um, Whew, freaky yeah, yeah i mean it, it's yeah. not something that you see much blue whales they're, they're very you know they're almost as reclusive as uh as mickey as dora or, 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 or tommy current. current um but just 
it it looks like it was designed by aliens basically it looks like you know it looks like a kind of spaceship for the uh, imperial forces in in star wars or something it's just it's so it's so, so streamlined and so beautifully dynamic and um and it does look a bit like a surfboard actually um yeah but also a bit prehistoric looking in yeah. a way or or, or like alien like yeah it's well, so we, well you do you, yeah. you you know of course that they're well obviously uh science may discover other things but um, you know, we all we all fuss about dinosaurs, but the blue whale is bigger than any dinosaur ever was. So yeah. you know, we've got oh. di- we've got dinosaurs living amongst us as we speak. You know, which is uh, something that we we often kind of forget. Yeah, yeah. I think that uh, mathematically, that's the limit you can go at blue whale. Some, right. For some reason. Okay. I don't know why. Yeah. But um, because uh, someone was saying. Uh, one of me mate, me good mate Devo was saying, well, was it Devo? Someone was saying something about their uh, their tongue being the size of a Volkswagen Beetle, something like that. <laughs> Bit crazy. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's it kind of it, that, that it, it makes you just in perspective. It, well, it just makes you think how amazing the uh, the ocean is. Oh, and the other thing that uh, floated my boat was um, uh, Psycho Nikolau von Rupp put out another um video uh of um him and a a few other crazies at our local slab um a few weeks ago and that's pretty nuts as well we have a a slab here that they're um they're starting to call the bunker um i think that's to put Mm. people off from uh knowing what 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 its real name is which is fair enough um but it's uh, yeah it doesn't really get going until it's like kind of eight foot plus so kind of rules me out but um having said that yeah, i was i was talking scary. to a, i was talking to a local guy the other day who said that you depending on you know you can get it um at like four to six foot if you get the right condition so uh, i'll keep okay. my eye on it because i think four to six foot might be slightly manageable but the size that these guys were surfing it it looks freaking yeah pretty pretty heavy pretty heavy and it's it's i think we've talked about it before it's quite a way off um when it's that big you gotta it's a long paddle and there's there's kind of uh, pretty gnarly rock shelves and anyway it's uh, it's good to good to look at for sure yeah he's uh he's a very highly tubed person nick Conrad, isn't he? I, can, I, can <laughs> I actually but i i think i stopped following him on instagram because aside from his um videos of him getting insanely tubed and and the feelings of jealousy that that entailed but uh it'd also be interspersed with just smoldering shots of himself looking looking quite dreamboat like he's he's quite a good looking guy i think i I just couldn't handle the yeah the affront to my manliness and yeah i was just like this is too much it's like i don't need this well (laughs) look the i i totally totally agree with you and um uh, I think the only the positive um, is that it's it's pretty cool that someone uh, can carve out a niche for themselves um, uh, as a professional um, doing you know tube pig yeah yeah I mean there's a few of them about but he seems to be um, pretty well renowned yeah. um, and of course he charges you know ridiculous waves so 
yeah interesting interesting yeah. stuff oh good on you good on you yeah yeah, oh, yeah yeah all right mate well let's um and of course there's lots of music has been um getting pumping oh, me yeah. up um uh, nick cave's got a new album out listen to that yeah well with um Pretty good with, hand with, of god the first song with the what's the guy his collaborator's name um oh warren ellis yeah yeah, yeah so um really interesting uh they obviously he, uh, cave is just so prolific it's just it's, ima- it's, it's crazy amazing. Isn't it? yeah he's a, well it's that it's that you know he's that same probably ages pete taplin a few of those guys um and uh age is is not wearing him no no barrier at all i mean he doesn't he looks no different really he doesn't i mean (laughs) i know just as just as as gothic as as wasted and kind of gothic (laughs) as he did when he was 18 oh no Um, i think i think if you look at videos of the birthday party he looked like absolute shit um oh god i think that heroin probably does that to people but uh I, I think I, I've I, said this before, but uh, there was a film. There's a film clip called Nick the Stripper. Well, I think our birthday yeah, party back then. Yeah, yeah. And it gave me nightmares when I was when I was young watching that thing. I, no, like, I remember, oh, I remember seeing it of, as well. He's wearing like a loincloth, I think. Um, but he, I, I would imagine that he's probably the kind of guy who is now fairly, um, you know, fairly sober and uh, relatively clean he'd living. Have to I'd, be, I think. Yeah. To last that long, yeah, mm. you'd think. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, it's i wonder if he's one of these people who've kind of gone the complete opposite um you know you you hear about these musicians and stuff who uh, become fucking marathon runners and triathletes and and whatnot but uh, although i can't I, I can't imagine him ever getting out of his black suit so he probably would never uh, can you imagine yeah. nick cave wearing a pair of shorts well that's yeah i know just just <laughs> hanging hanging out at the barbie on a summer's day well, he lives in he lives in he lives in Brighton in England, and you know there are beaches, and it does get does get pretty warm these days in the south of England. So, um, I wonder if he just you know he, he takes his esky and uh, and and stuff <laughs> down to the beach, just fully suited up. Yeah, <laughs> be very rarely un, yeah, unsuited. So let's um, let's. Uh, take the bull by the horns and um you know at the end of last episode we uh you had the very astute uh idea of delving into the um the world of emotions um, yeah and i think that's a bloody good idea and we decided that you know let's 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 go hard and um talk about hate hate mm, hate and i hate and anger or just i mean they, they seem to go hand yeah in hand. i think they I mean, kind of go it's funny I, 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 the more i thought about it the more i kind of as as things tend to do i kind of went off topic um uh, particularly with the music um but yeah. yeah i think hate and anger um and even um you know hate the word obviously has, has a very strong uh, has very strong yeah. connotations but I, I i looked up the definition and of course, it, there are, you know, the main one to feel strong dislike for or hostility toward. Yeah, I mean, that's that makes sense. We've got to stay angry. We've got to stay grumpy, mean. I know. Yeah. But, but then it also says to feel dislike or distaste for. And then mm-hmm. it also says to be disinclined to do something out of politeness or a need to apologize. So, I mean, it, you know, it's. Well, that's, that's quite. 
it's not as strong as I would have uh, mm. thought. So yeah. there are there are different different levels of hate. <laughs> I think we associate it with the more extreme end yeah. now, don't yeah. don't we? You know, well, you know, hate, hate, hate speech and hate speech and yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure there's a yeah. I always remember a mum. I was you know with a with a mate when I was quite small, and and this friend of mine said, "I hate." what's his name and and the mum said you should never say that word you should never hate something and <laughs> and i think there are some people like that i think it's i've kind of agree with that in a way because i mean to hate something strongly is, is probably in some ways you're just showing a bit of a lack of um empathy or, or especially if it's a person yes you know but there i mean there is the again, there is the there is the flip side that um unless you can hate you can't love you know unless you unless you can hate you can't feel the the full, yeah. the full spectrum of uh uh of emotion unless you unless you can you know unless you can hate fucking i don't know um maroon 5 which i yeah. would i would definitely say i hate with a with a passion you cannot love whatever galaxy 500 it's uh it doesn't yeah. it doesn't work if you're in the middle it just it i think there is a danger of just being a bit bland if you don't if you, if you don't hate a few things so here in portugal i feel like surfing is not cool anymore nowadays people surf because they think it's cool not because they love it and it makes surfing less cool than ever well i've, I've listed three types of three categories of hate which All i reckon right. um i um, so this is the three that I thought I, I could talk about. Um, there's the hate of a woman scorned. And I think that's probably pretty, pretty high on the list of, of um, and it's quite topical at the moment. And it's actually International Women's Day. Yes, um, yes. Very good. So very talk a bit about that. And then there's the hate of the man. And, you know, the man is in the the businessman or or the boss or the you yeah, know, or the patriarchy society. yeah uh yeah. which i think that's inspired so many kind of angry songs yeah uh, and and then there's the the self-hate of Ooh. the morrissey's oh and yeah the, um oh who else but yeah many oh, others well, i suppose um, Kurt Cobain, um, you know, a yeah. whole, whole range of, of others. And, and I, would, I would put down in the self-hate most surfers, I reckon, to some degree. Uh, well, in, in what, and elab, can you elaborate on that? Well, I think most of us, unless you're very talented, and that's probably not a huge percent most of us do struggle with surfing and yes. i think there's a there's a lot of self-talk going on <laughs> no just, that's true maybe just, it's like you fucking kook what the fuck yeah i, uh, I mean did you do just that? well i can i just the other day there was um i think it was at the end of one of my sessions and i was my uh my out of um <clears throat> out of form uh body was not um behaving in the way it should and there was a beautiful wave that came and i you know i was kind of casually stroking into it and then i just completely missed it <laughs> and it was like well that's yeah. and, and, and then then you yeah you, you feel like just 
And of course, you know, there's a, oh. it wasn't crowded, fortunately, but there was a few um, people around, uh, including one guy that um, I hate, <laughs> um, <laughs> that we should talk about. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, I, I don't know, it's self-loathing and also embarrassment at the same time, right? Yeah. Oh, no, look, I was, that was pretty much on the top of my list, actually, of, of the self, the self-loathing that's inspired by the missing of the wave. It's like, I've been surfing now for long enough to know how to catch a wave, but somehow <laughs> I can still miss a wave. And I, when you, and you know, you've done it as soon as you miss it, you go, I knew I had to paddle more for that, but why, for some reason I didn't. And I yeah. missed it. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you just misjudge it. It's well, and oh. there's, a, well, I would, I would add there's, there's the kind of, there's a few levels. There's, and, and I'm, I'm interested to know what, which of these do you think is worse? Is it worse missing the wave? Is it is it worse misjudging? So you're just you're you're the last you're in the spot, right? So it's your wave if a wave comes, but then yeah. you and you know that the waves are breaking in a particular spot, and you know that you know the sets that you're waiting for occasionally will break wide, but then for whatever reason yeah. you you drift out of out of the spot and then you completely miss it. Yeah. Or is it worse getting the wave and just completely you know getting to your feet and falling off or 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 you know uh, getting to the bottom of the wave and just kooking out completely in front of everyone i don't know what's no what's, i definitely think worst? it's worth it's worse missing it for sure right. i reckon and it's worse missing it if someone else could have caught it if you, you know what i mean because uh, they're expecting you to, they're of, expecting you to catch it and then you miss it and then they look at you like what the fuck? yeah 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 I mean, so I, I paddled for a wave out at, uh, out at the reef the other day and it was reasonably solid. It was the same day I got smashed on jump, jumping off. Yeah. So maybe my, my confidence was already shattered. Uh, but it was a wide one, the Lagundi one I've spoken about before. And yeah. I was there and I, somebody called me on and said, go. And so I paddled, totally didn't get into it in time, just fell sort of over the falls. And I knew and I kind of jumped off, but... And one of the good surfers was paddling out. It was uh, Seabass, actually. And he just, he was just laughing. And I just said, oh, I totally stuffed that up. And I was pretty, you know, it was a bit sheepish and it would have looked pretty funny. And he said, well, at least you had a crack. So oh, I, that's I think, good. That's good. Yeah. So, so that's, so that's he, better you know, than, it's better than just missing it altogether. I reckon, for sure. <laughs> or just, or just, or just pulling back out of fear. Yeah, uh, true, true. You know. And what about from, so the, the musical aspect, you said the, You've got your Morrissey kind of self-loathing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and obviously, you know, hating the man from from way back when, you know, from uh, yeah. uh, um, Robert, yeah, John the... Robert Johnson onwards, uh, you could yeah. argue that there's plenty of people who've talked about hating the man. But I'm quite interested in, in just the hate for hate itself, you know, like, uh, um, I don't know, uh, one of the uh, classic songs of my youth is uh, Rage Against the Machine, Killing in the Name of. Um, do you have the radio edit of Rage Against the Machine's Killing in the Name? Uh, the one where they took out the words, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me, because uh, the record company told them they had to? Yeah, left them to the back. Um, yeah. And, you know, obviously, I guess that 
that's probably falls into two categories. It's hate for the for the man and uh, and kind of just raw anger um, as well. Um, yeah. And <clears throat> it's funny because I've got a little uh, a little anecdote about that because we when that album first came out, I was uh, I was an avid um, follower of the music press, and I think we've talked about this a bit before. So I would always know when albums were going to drop and I'd go and venture into the city or whatever to, to, uh, to get my hands on a copy. Um, and I remember getting the Rage Against the Machine. It would have been a CD, I guess, and taking it down to, uh, <clears throat> to my mate Aldo's place and um, uh, not very far from, from where, where you uh, reside. And there were a few boys, uh, a few boys down there uh, having a few beers or whatever. Um, yeah, uh, and there was, uh, I mean, it's all nicknames, so it doesn't doesn't really matter. Uh, so there was Aldo, no there was myself, there was uh, uh, Apples, there was uh, <laughs> Sambo, um, and Rock Cod. Um, oh no way! Yeah, Rock Cod. Uh, and anyway, I put on this CD, and uh, and of course. Um, you know, it's pretty straight away. You know, the, the album the album appeals, to, especially to to young testosterone filled uh, teenagers. And yeah. um, killing in the name of came on, and you know, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me, and that kind of just hit a hit a uh, hit a nerve, hit a um, hit, hit a yeah. hit a bell, or rang a bell, I guess, in everyone's heads. And so we listened to that about five times, and then decided to walk into. Uh, walk into the main drag of the Zach um, and proceeded to sit all fired up, all fired up, proceeded to sit across from the, um, across from the, the, the milk bar where in, in front, in front of what is now the, um, the, the discount pharmacy. And um, it, I think that used to be a milk bar as well, or a cake shop, didn't it? And they, and they had all the, um, oh, yeah. they had a whole load of, uh, milk crates and we were sitting on the milk crates and you know getting a bit rowdy and there probably were a few uh, long necks in brown paper bags i'd imagine and um for some reason um everyone started seeing oh nick nickavu was there as well nickavu from the uh the english english transplant um and for some reason we all started singing fuck you i won't do what you tell me in the main street of uh of the zach at uh, wow at you know it, it was kind of late afternoon early evening i'd say now and um that went on for not that long and then um all of a sudden literally out of nowhere two police cars appeared and um there were one of them was a, a normal police car and one of them was a uh, a paddy wagon as we say in in australia no. and um these you know about i don't know there must have been four of at least four let's say four or five cops um kind of just proceeded to surround us and we we're like whoa what the, where the fuck did they, where you know you as you well know in in that neck of the woods you hardly ever see police anywhere really um uh, and um and everyone kind of we were all fired up anyway and a few of the other boys particularly apples and uh apples and uh, rock cod they were and rock cod's dog he had a um he had a a beautiful I remember that yeah a beautiful um blue healer 
who was a didn't like didn't like people messing with his his owner, and especially didn't like cops. <laughs> uh, anyway, and so the, the the cops arrested most of these guys. Fortunately, me and Nick managed to kind of um, stand back, and uh, I mean it was completely over. It was a huge overreaction, um, and uh, Rock Cod, who's um, whose surname, funnily enough, is Cuff. Uh, he was cuffed, <laughs> and, no. and, then, and then his dog attacked the policeman who was cuffing him. And so, and <laughs> and um, and so, Rock Cod managed to escape, right? Uh, and the other the other guys got carted off to um, That's crazy. the other guys got carted off to the to the cop shop. Um, uh, Rock Cod managed to go somewhere, and some local guy uh, sawed off his off his cuffs. <laughs> Um, like and a anyway, Western movie. Yeah, yeah, it was funny. I mean, especially for where we grew up, which is such a, a mild place. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, and uh, the long, very long story short, the um, the four of them got, uh, you know, they got taken to court and all sorts of stuff, and um, and their parents ended up paying literally thousands in in for getting, they ended up having to get lawyers and barristers and all this kind of stuff. And all of this because of um, one um, innocuous little song by Rage Against the Machine. That's great. And, <laughs> and were, were you all yelling that to the cops? Well, we were just yelling of... it in the street, but what, what, in, what apparently what happened was there was a, an off-duty cop who was having, um, who, he was having, uh, an early dinner in cafe I've been seen there and um, and he apparently must have called the hotline he must have called you know direct line to 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 his his uh, yeah. his cronies I think he was a, I think he was a detective um, he called the hotline to his cronies and uh, yeah yeah one one wow. funny thing was that um, one of the boys uh, Aldo he had a little bit of um, a little bit of the the uh, a uh, little bit of green in in his uh, in a foily, and um, he somehow managed to pop that out the back of back of the window of the of the uh, paddy wagon as they were driving along. So fortunately, that didn't end up in on the charge sheet. But uh, yeah, that's <clears throat> so that, crazy. That goes to show um, the, um, the the power of uh, the power of music, the, particularly with um, very. Uh, very open to suggestion, um, testosterone-laden uh, teenage boys. That's that's such a good story. Yeah, like <laughs> you said, for such a mild-mannered little suburb to get uh, the cops coming in just because kids are singing a song. Yeah, yeah, it was um, But, yeah, because I actually had that down on my list as, as a great song for just pure... It's quite cathartic just, just uh, to... Oh, yeah completely scream along to yeah really but i do find it funny well a couple of things i, I found it quite um educational uh, for one i i didn't know that some of those that work forces are the same that burn crosses um yeah and i just love that the forced rhyme there but yeah, uh yeah, yeah. And, um but i just find it funny now because um I was just listening to it in the car actually, and I was and I was actually singing along, getting getting quite, uh, uh, you know, enjoying the the rage. And um, but I thought, well, it's actually kind of the opposite of what what we all need to do at the moment. <laughs> it's yeah, like, no, that's true. Fuck that's you, true. I won't do what you tell me. 
tell <laughs> yeah. me unless you're from the medical profession and um you know we'll we'll do exactly what you tell us actually that's that, that, that reminds me you owe the listeners a story of an interaction with an anti-vaxxer oh well that's actually how it all started wasn't it yeah so yeah so basically it was um i've never i've never got in a in an argument with someone out in the surf <laughs> apart from a, a surf related argument if you know what i mean well a dro- you no. mean like a drop-in related argument yeah. my hate has to be getting snaked or getting dropped in by someone who really doesn't care about others. Yeah, yeah. And, and, that, and those have never gotten really to the point of yelling. It's more like, oh, you staked me and yeah, uh, yeah. what are you doing? And you're an idiot. And it's like, and it barely it usually, gets above. It usually calms down fairly quickly, right? Yeah, and it's just usually like, oh, sorry, I, I stuffed up or whatever. You know? yeah, but yeah. this was just a pure... Uh, a straight on uh, yelling match regarding uh, the pros and cons of vaccinations. Yeah. So I was just out the surf um, out at the reef vaccine. And as you know, there's a very small takeoff spot. So we're all squished in together. And you kind of, and, you, you, um, it's one of those spots where you, you if you don't converse, it's, you, you kind of look like well, a bit it's, of a it's kind idiot, of rude. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah. It's, it's like being in a lift. Yeah, you know, right. But it is. It's sort of that. the opposite. Whereas in a lift, you kind of just don't talk, uh, and you feel awkward. But but at the surf, you kind of have to talk and at least talk about the weather or the yeah. surf or whatever. Yeah. Which I should have stuck to. Stuck to <laughs> you know, what's that? Don't talk about politics and sex or whatever religion. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, because um, it is a religion, I think. But um, anyway, so this guy was chatting to another guy. And he's saying, oh, so what did you do yesterday? And he goes, oh, I went out to the rally. Uh, and my kind of ears pricked up and he's going, oh. And we, what he was talking about was a, a rally in the city uh, opposing, well, one, vaccines and two, claiming that the whole COVID thing's a conspiracy and that blah, blah, blah. You've probably heard all the yeah, yeah. all the conspiracies. Um, some some and, led, led by some so-called celebrity chef, which is um, yeah. There's a, a celebrity a, Australian o- celebrity oxymoron chef on at its best. I hate yeah. I hate the whole celebrity chef uh, idea. Well, you know, whenever I get any uh, aches and pains or I'm a bit worried about some health-related issue, I, I usually call my um, my chef. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, for some medical advice. But anyway, so he's latched onto the whole. Anyway, so. Basically, I just got fired up and I just said, mate, you're, you're, what are you doing? Like, this is, you know, I think I called him an idiot or didn't start, didn't start well. You <laughs> do know. you know, basically, do you know, do you know the guy? Yeah. Yeah. But not, not, you know, you know, there's the surf, uh, the, the surfers that, you know, out in the surf that you'll say g'day to and have a chat out in the surf and then yeah. on land, on land, you'll probably just kind of do the little the eyebrow way, raises head, and walk. head nod or whatever little head nod and, and there are some that even I, there's a lot of guys surf the reef i only see them out the reef and when i see them on land it, they, it's weird because i usually only know them from the waist up if you know what i mean yeah <laughs> it's kind of weird seeing them it's like seeing a, a fish out of water yeah right um yeah. anyway so he's on that level and yeah i've always kept it on a on a superficial level and and i i knew he was kind of a bit of an alternative medicine kind of guy but yeah i just i just lost my shit it was um and it was funny because 
I knew it wasn't going to get me anywhere, but we were basically just yelling at each other out the surf. Like, I'm going, you're an idiot. And you're like, you're just a conspiracy theorist and blah, blah, blah. And he's yelling at me, just saying, I'm, you know, do your research and what you're just watching the commercial bullshit news and you got to wake up to yourself. And I'm like, no, this is getting nowhere. <laughs> but what, what amazed me was how quickly the, the blood rose in me and how, and how unhelpful it was, <laughs> but it was, I could feel the, I don't know, what, what's that part of your brain that, that triggers all your, those strong flight or flight thing? The, Is it endorphins or uh, no? Something like that. Yeah. There's a little, there's something in there. Anyway, that was, that was going ballistic. But you, uh, you I, I would imagine you had some pretty, uh, you know, compelling arguments for the fact that um, basically none of us would be here if it weren't for vaccines. Um, uh, well that was the problem like I, I think i threw a few of those things out there but he just said well that's not true and it's just like well <laughs> I, like he basically said polio got worse when they started giving the vaccines and i i'm just like well i, I got to that point was like well this is this isn't going anywhere <laughs> well I, I, I can tell uh, you that my uh my aunt has polio and she got it um she grew up in borneo um Wow. Uh, well, it's aunt in inverted commas is best. Um, my parents' best yeah, friend, yeah, yeah. and her 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 uh, father was a doctor who went all over the place, and they grew up literally in Borneo um, in the in the forties and early fifties, and she got polio out there. Um, and uh, yeah, um, I think if you talk to her, she'll probably tell you that uh, the polio vaccine um, <laughs> probably saved a few a few lives. Uh, as opposed to uh, making polio worse. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I, I found that the whole anger process uh, interesting because I, what I, I just don't like it. You know, no, I think I'm, some I'm people terrible say, oh, at it. I'm terrible at it. And some people say, oh, it's good to vent and, and you know, get, but I just felt terrible after. I, felt, I, I kind of felt traumatized is a bit too strong but it just affected me for quite a while how did it and, end how did it end up then did you leave uh, I, I kind of made sure because i was like i just said to him like this is stupid like you know we're not gonna get anywhere here i said i'm sorry i got a bit worked up but i just think i'm right and i think you're wrong <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know i just said uh, you know we've got to agree to disagree and next time let's just talk about surfing and yep. he kind of just laughed and and we kind of left it at that. And right. I did. I actually saw him today, actually, at the coffee, the coffee van up, oh, yeah, the up the surf, top. And, and we just we just had a little hello each. And right. I think uh, you know you're never going to be that. you're never going to be best buddies. Probably not. No, but um, but the, the the thing I find with with angry confrontations for me at least is I get this thing, and it's a it's a emotion not often talked about is, and I don't even know if it's a, an emotion, but it's rumination. It's where yep. you replay the Mate, event over and over in your head. 100%. Uh, and it sucks because I, I, I find myself doing it. I don't even want it. It's like, well, I think that like that I'm, probably, I'm reliving the argument. Well, I think that it oh. probably means that you actually are a nice person and have a conscience because I think it's the people who don't ruminate that actually are the ones who are really um, uh, more liable to destroy things and uh, commit commit acts of um horrible violence and destruction so um, <laughs> yeah maybe maybe that's actually the rumination part is a good part I, i've got a a very recent um example of of that i was surfing um 
at this uh, river mouth <coughs> spot, um, you know, the local spot pumping uh, on Friday. Yeah. And there's, there's, you know, I've, I've been living in this area for about three years now and I'm slowly making my, my uh, presence felt in the, uh, in the lineup, you know, talk to most of the locals, um, you know, know most of the, most of the gang. There's, and, you know, it's not a, it's not a very big uh, group of people, um, but mostly yeah. they're all, all pretty cool. Um, we do have, uh, you know, in the in the summer months, there's surf schools and whatnot, and of course that changes the dynamic a bit. But you know, during the winter, there's a there's a fairly core crew of of, of people. Anyway, there's yeah. one particular um, guy who is definitely the grumpy local, um, and it's always fun. Just, yeah, but I mean, to the point where he just, you know, for whatever reason, he just will not even acknowledge my existence. And so the, oh, the wow. surf was pumping and everyone was hooting and happy and whatever. And I, as I was paddling out, he was there and I, I said, you know, in the local lingo, good afternoon. Um, and he, he said something like, don't fucking tell you, you fucking don't, you know, the equivalent of don't fucking say anything to me, fucking da 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 da. And then that, and oh, something, wow. and something just flipped in my brain. And I said, listen, mate, I just fucking told you good, you know, G'day. fuck you basically and then his mate um his mate kind of arced up there was a mate there and he, he his mate kind of arced up and said oh watch where you're sitting you know don't get in our way type of thing and then um and That's i awesome. and i ended up killing the mate with kindness and by the end of the surf the the the, the, the guy who was sticking up for the really grumpy shithead um he was hooting my waves and i was hooting his waves and we had a had a good old chat and you know um so i made a kind of new friend there but the uh the the old grumpy and I, as i said he's probably younger than me but the old grumpy local just wouldn't have a bar of it and he's you know he's just a twat um so i i, I will definitely say that i hate that prick so um and and oh, every, every well, beach yeah. every beach has got one or two of them don't they they're never going to change Nah, yeah, yeah. Thankfully, there's not too many, but yeah, that. But it's it just great. makes you think. I, I think more. You know, there were literally the waves were pumping. There was wave wave after wave, and there was about half a dozen guys out there. So there was no problem with crowding. There was no problem with people taking waves. There wasn't a single drop in. Nothing like that. And you got to think. Yeah. I, you know, I just think to myself, are you that much of an intransigent fuckhead that? you are not that you are going to make yeah. the vibe lower the vibe just because you think that you're still making a statement that someone who didn't grow up here um uh, yeah. has invaded your fucking waves and it was solid it was solid six foot surf so it wasn't like many people were going to go out you know it was only for the experienced anyway um yeah but it just proves what a yeah what a fucking fuck nut the guy is he is. is he a good surfer yeah no he surfs good he surfs good so um yeah so yeah. he's got that on his side it's, it's usually <laughs> the okay because usually the good surfers are are more friendly i've found because they don't need to be a dickhead if you know what i mean well they that's what makes that's what waves. makes this it, that's what makes this yeah. even more uh and you know, there's, there's there's another funny little uh, irony about this. There's there's a group of three guys. All three of them are less friendly, and he's the kind of ringleader of these three guys. 
they've all recently yeah. cut their hair, but until recently they had they all had dreadlocks, right? And they're always smoking oh. dope and blah blah blah. Okay. And you just think, mate, where's the peace and love? Yeah. What what would Bob Marley be saying about this, brother? He certainly wouldn't be. Uh, he certainly wouldn't be telling you to be such a grumpy old turd. But anyway, yeah, That's funny, great. funny. Um, so um, yeah, I'll, I'll reserve a bit of hate for for for, for that because it's just. It's unnecessary, yeah. you know. I can understand if you turn up to a break with, you know, a car full oh, of guys. Sure. A car yeah. full of guys. You all rock up. I go there very, you know. I only ever surf by myself. I only ever, um, you know, I keep to myself. Most of the time, I'll go off and if if there's another peak, I'll you know go and surf down the beach or whatever. Talk yeah. to pretty much everyone. So um, yeah, it's it's a it's a funny old dynamic, really, isn't it? That's funny. Uh, I've yeah, I, I've got a list of of all my surf hates. Right, let's hear you it. Want me to just run like quick quick fire these yep. ones. Uh, the dry haired snake, which uh, is you know when you just if you can jump off the rocks, yeah, and then straight places, into the, straight you're, you're, into the you're automatically on the inside. Yeah, I, I call that the dry haired snake. Yeah, that's that's a probably that's been a... guilty of that myself. It's a snide move, but um, for some reason, it's an interesting one because out the uh, out the Batic Hedge, for example, um, yep. you can do that because I often if it's if it's a if it's a real pumping swell, I'll often do the jump off because it's quite an easy jump off. Um, yeah, <clears throat> and at a lot of spots, somehow it kind of goes under the radar. You people know that it's, you've just it is people know that you've just jumped out off, but still yep. you get the priority. It's a weird one. Yeah. I'd probably be guilty of taking advantage of it, but you do hate it when someone does it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's a very uh, rife for hip, hip, uh, hypocrisy. A lot of this stuff. I like that. Um, the wave crumbler, the person oh, who doesn't drop in on you but that, crumbles the wave. That happened to me the other day as well. Fuck that sucks. Hang on, oh, just two seconds. I gotta just gotta take the layer off here. It's getting it's getting hot in here with all this hate. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the wave crumbler, the wave misser. I told Oof. you, oh, we talked yeah. about that. Yeah. And uh, oh, the people that get in your way paddling for the shoulder and not oh. towards the impact zone. Oh. Well, this, I'll tell you a funny one, just back to the story of the, the grumpy twat um, last Friday. <laughs> After we'd had yeah. our altercation, you know, I was kind of keeping my distance because I didn't really want to be uh, you know, anywhere near him. But I got a wave and, I, and then he got a set. And he was, it was one of those situations where he was literally pulling in. And yeah. if I had gone anywhere other than straight to the foam and sacrificed myself, he would have pretty yeah. much run over me. And that I, I was thinking to myself, this is really not, this would not bode well for my future uh, uh, <laughs> here at this break. And so I did the yeah. full, I did the full um, uh, human sacrifice yeah. and went, you know, the lip, the lip and the whole wave landed straight on me, exploded me, and he kind of, yeah, didn't didn't even notice that I was there, which was uh, fortunately yeah. I I went the right way. But yes, going yeah. into the face is a true sign of a of a fucking idiot. Yeah, well, I had to do that the exact same thing that you had to do out at G Land with uh, Gabby Medina. He was he was coming flying down uh, the the wave, and I just knew that right where he was, he was about to pull in, and um, yeah, so I had to take take one for the well for the team i suppose and yeah did you bail or did you um 
did you go I can't on remember, but I definitely just, I just had to, to paddle left, you know, like yeah, paddle yeah, into the exactly. impact zone. And exactly. it was like, I just got to, I just got to do it. Like, I'm, I'm going to get smashed. Yeah. But what else are you going to do? Um, <laughs> yeah. You have to, you have to. It's Gabby Medina. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's it. I like that one. Um, kicking your fins when you're sitting on your board. Oh, that. yeah. That sucks. Or, or some, or Seems I mean, at, at your, at your, uh, at, at the reef, you could, kick someone else's fins pretty easily too <laughs> yeah, if it's done that yeah that's um the spring suit testicle squash Oof. For some reason spring Ouch. suits yeah uh enough said uh this is a a pet hate of mine the talented super grommet seems to get a lot of oh. airtime on instagram and stuff i don't i don't really want to see a nine-year-old charging chopu it just yeah um, you know we've got enough self-loathing as it is yeah to Mm. Well, and I then don't just well, get totally I'll, I'll, humiliated by a nine-year-old. I'll who's add. Not scared to, of... I'll add to that the 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 talented grommet who doesn't have any idea of hierarchy and decides that he's going to be all fucking um, you know give older people shit in the surf. That that's that's a real pet hate of mine. Oh, I, don't, I haven't seen that too much to be honest. Yeah, you get, that, you yeah. get it occasionally. Yeah. I think uh, Superbank gets its fair share of the the uh, entitled Supergrom. Yeah. Um, what's the next one? I've said the surf wax swindle. Yeah, this is a pet hate of mine. Is I don't know about uh, where you live, but surf wax is it's kind of expensive. <laughs> and it always blows my mind when you go to the states. I don't know about the states. You can still buy a block of wax at most surf shops for a dollar. Yeah. And for some reason, everywhere else around the world, it's like. 10 times that or five how much times is it that. how much is it now in australia because i haven't bought a block of wax about six or seven bucks Aussie. yeah because it's it's the same price here and um yeah it's unreasonable really yeah i remember i walked into a surf shop in the states and i said how much is it wax and I'm like, yeah it's a dollar i went can i have 30 please <laughs> they looked at me and went you want 30 bucks of wax I went, yeah if I, it's like five bucks back home and they just like couldn't believe it so you just um, you just packed your bag back with uh just, yeah. with wax. I Full wonder what wax. they thought when you're the, coming, coming through customs. They're like, hmm, what's <clears throat> yeah, what's happening here? But yeah, and then my that probably leads on to my next pet hate is my kids stealing my surf wax. Oh. Um, so so that's related. Yeah, um, absolutely. I, I've got I've got one um, that I've just thought of. My uh, one of my major pet hates, and this is mainly to do with my general level of clumsiness, is that I would say that 85% of the dings that ever happen in my boards are happening. They happen on dry land. Um, <laughs> yeah. Nowhere near the beach. Um, it's no. either it's, it's getting a board out. It's putting a board in a car. It's turning around a corner. Fucking hell, man. When I, when we used to live in an apartment, um, the amount of times that I'd fucking ding my board, walking down the stairs, going, you know, to the cars, like Jesus Christ. That's definitely yeah. pet hate. Oh yeah, I mean, I can't remember who the surfer was, but they, they, their board was snapped uh, in transit in the airplane. Like, I mean, yeah, I've seen snap, that. It's pretty hard to snap a well, board. I, I, I um, remember uh, DJ Omen once went um, over to Europe with his. I think he, it was a family thing, and he got he had got some. Uh, no, I think what happened he was he was living because he did a year exchange year in Sweden, and I think his mum got him a custom insight if my memory serves oh, me correctly i'm insult. pretty sure it was an insight um 
and took it over there and whatever else. And then he, he they went on a family trip and he surfed all through Europe and whatever. And then uh, when he came back, he brought the board with him. Um, and it literally, <laughs> when, he, when, he, when he went to pick it up at the, you know, at the carousel or the, the excess baggage or whatever, <laughs> it it's, was literally like someone had run it over with a forklift. Like it was like this, it was like this it's floppy floppy yeah exactly <laughs> i think um, oh, God. dj omen being dj omen he ended up getting uh insurance and payback and i think he actually made a profit on the uh, on the whole whole exchange yeah i could see that happening yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> any more uh, pet things. hates there in the uh, in the surf uh yeah the localism at other beaches oh, yeah. um um oh this one I hate is the term waterman. Oh, like, yes, yes. I, thankfully, I think it's mostly Americans use it. And you can, yeah. you can, Americans can be wank because they're just, that's just being a part of being an American. But just, I don't know, you, you're just a surfer or you just like playing in the water. You're not a waterman. Like, yeah, I can just, Get over yourself. You yeah. know? You're not that spe- you're not that special just because you even if you surf no. big waves, it's like we all know. we all love it and uh I don't we, know. We enjoy it. We're not we're not water men or women. We are we just yeah. are, we're surfers. Love splashing in the water. Um <laughs> oh, and the term and the term it seems to be used in surfing as well. Um talk story. When you get yeah, well, that's not I think that's another Americanism. That's uh yeah, that's a talk story. Yeah. How about tell stories? Yeah. I don't know. Or, talk or story. Talk. <laughs> that's oh, I've, I've got a, I've got another one because um where where I live, you you know, we're a we're a little way from the beach and there's it's not like where you are where you pretty much own, you exclusively surf your your beach. I, I I would probably in any given month I'd surf you know, half a dozen different beaches, I would imagine. Um, yeah. And so you've, you're always driving to the surf and uh, there's nothing worse than driving to the surf and then realising that you've forgotten your wetsuit or your... Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's... Because here, it's you're always going to need a wetsuit. So, uh, yeah. yeah. That's, that, that's bad. Especially you're if not it's, really especially if it's cooking, right? Your... No, you're, you're not going to pull out your bodies. No, <laughs> no chance. <laughs> well, you've got to remember everything, haven't you? You've got to remember your, your. Do you? Wear, I assume you wear booties when it's super cold, or well, I've got a, wood? I've got a. I know because I, I hate booties with a, with a passion. So I've worked yeah. out a system where I have a, an extra thick wetsuit, which is probably thicker than necessary, and a hood, and that means I don't need to wear boots. So yeah, okay. You, yeah. you, you allow a little bit of heat loss from the feet but the make head, it up the for the head, rest of the body yeah because the head actually yeah. most as you know most uh heat um comes out of the head anyway so uh yeah, yeah. got um, got any more because i'd like to go i'd like yeah. to uh, yeah go for it mate yeah okay this is it'll be a quick fire one and it's kind of we touched on you sort of touched on this at the very start so the fact that i still miss waves don't paddle hard enough and miss waves the fact I go over the falls, the fact I can't, still can't ride barrels, the fact I've never had a surf lesson, um, the fact I still don't put my foot far back enough, uh, yeah, that's I still don't too. bend my knees enough, I me still too. don't know what board really suits me, me too. Um, I still get cold in winter despite a one millimetre thickness increase each year, and 
I can't seem to do a wee out in the surf unless there's no waves. I don't know, that's, <laughs> no, that's a good one. That's, that's, just, well, that's I, just a weird one. I, 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 it's I a concentration thing, I think. Yeah. I, I think I just can't, I've got to just relax. And sometimes when it's, yeah. Well, I don't, I mean, by that. I, because I wear here, always wear thick wetsuits. And so I actually, a few years ago, I gave up pissing in wetsuits. I'd, so I'd, I never do yeah, it. I, yeah. You said, you said that. And, yeah. Um, um, yeah. Uh, but of course, when I'm back in Australia or anywhere that's uh, warmer, I'll, I'll revel in it, particularly if you've got shorts on. But I, I, for some reason, I can't physically paddle and pee at the same time. I have to, I have yeah. to stop. So yeah. so yeah, and generally the best is when you're sitting out the back, really. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, that is so funny. that's pretty much my list of oh, surfing mate. hates. Good, uh, good list. Yeah. It's funny. Um, I remember the other day I was surfing and I put my foot right in the right spot on the tail pad, and I was, and I thought to myself, "Fuck, man, you should be putting your foot in this spot every single time." But I, yeah, <laughs> invariably I, I yeah. do not. So I'm, I'm sure that a bit of coaching might, uh, might remedy that situation yeah uh yeah, it's terrible no my foot's always in the wrong spot but it's amazing um, when it's in the right spot how good it feels so well yeah that's right why yeah. don't i do that all the time <laughs> now i i was just going for the music i i was kind of thinking you know I, we talked about um rage against the machine um I, I think there's so many different ways to interpret rage or hate um mm. uh, and so i i the other day i was uh w- making a surfboard rack in my uh, workshop and I, I was firing off um, endless links to songs to you. <clears throat> um, so I've got this whole link of, of songs and I realized that that for all, for different reasons, they have, um, they deal with hate in, in a different, in different ways. So um, I'm just going to give you a, a list of these. Uh, so yeah, sure. I, I started off with the Dandy Warhol's Godless. Um, now, uh, I don't think that's necessarily got anything to do with hate, but um, I think that the, old, the idea of being godless is, is kind of, you would, uh, I'm sure lots of people might argue that the, that's, uh, you know, it's evil and, uh, and, and there, there's a hate. Oh, okay, yeah, embracing the dark, the dark side of, exactly. of life. Exactly. Then I, um, then I got uh, Tinder Sticks, Can We Start Again, which for me is, again, there's, I mean, the, I guess the hate part would come in. It's like the guy's obviously fucked up big time and he wants to uh, rekindle um, the relationship. But the song itself is just so uplifting that it's kind of like an, an antidote to, to rage and hate. It's just a real, I mean, a real right. positive. And I love Tinder Sticks. I don't know if you've got into Tinder Sticks. Oh, I don't know the song you mentioned, but I, I've, I got one album years ago on tape in Thailand, I think. And, I just love the lead singer's voice. He's yeah. got an amazing, um, no, he really deep does. baritone. But uh, um, I have to then, listen to that one. I don't know. No, that you song. do. You absolutely. Well, when, we'll put it all on the uh, on the playlist, of course. Um, then I uh, was thinking about Uncle. Um, uh, they've got this oh, song yeah. called "An Eye for an Eye," which is uh, which is really cool. And that's a that's a uh, the song itself is fantastic. Um, amazing kind of bass sweeping bass line that goes through it but at the beginning they've oh, got cool. this quote which I think it may be from the Thin Red Line the film The Thin Red Line I'm not 100% oh, yeah. sure and it says even now in heaven there were angels carrying savage weapons um, <clears throat> which kind of I think it kind of points to the kind of futility of, uh, 
of, uh, of the futility and endless violence of mankind. And uh, I guess that kind of goes into, uh, goes into hate. Yeah. And then there's a, an amazing song by Jane's Addiction about Ted Bundy, the, the, um, oh, see. the serial killer called Ted Just Admit It. Um, <laughs> from, from their album, Nothing's Shocking, uh, which I would recommend anyone yeah. get into. Uh, I mean, Jane's Addiction are just fucking awesome. Um, but yeah. uh, Nothing's yeah. Shocking is, is fantastic. And, and it's, a, um, it's a long, uh, one of their long songs that kind of g- ends in a crescendo, but it's all about Ted um, yeah. oh, wow. and his, his nastiness. And I think there's a, uh, I think Sufjan Stevens did one about, uh, a I did one as well. of, of a serial killer, which is pretty, yeah, it was pretty heavy. I mean, a, could have sung in a beautiful way, which could have made it even more kind of exactly spooky, right. I suppose. Even yeah. more, they were boys with their dream summer jobs. Oh my god! What's the yeah, song? Anyway, yeah. it's from it's from the yeah. Illinois album. So yeah, um, um, no, no, that, yeah. Um, and then, oh, then I, I went on to then I thought in the, from a from a surf perspective, um, there was a there was a time when uh, surf films had. Um, a whole lot of you know the, the classic kind of metal metal mm. songs with surf and Danzig. Do you remember Danzig? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And there's a song called "Am I Demon" by by Danzig, and uh, that's a pretty rocking a pretty rocking song. And I guess that's a, uh, there's a lot of lot of hate in that. Um, yeah, that's great. And then um, well, uh, I've got I've got four more. Um, no, keep then, going. Uh, well, wrong. then there was then the the kind of I guess this puts into this this goes into your self loathing hate, which is um, the the from soul mining. Um, there's a song oh. called the sinking feeling, and the um, the chorus is just the, one of the most amazing choruses of all time. Which is I'm just a symptom of the moral decay that's gnawing at the heart of the country, um, over oh. and over again. So you know that Matt Matt Johnson is particularly good at um, uh, self-loathing. I think. Yeah, I I think the English have a great way of melding self-loathing with the degradation of their own country, especially in that the seventies, eighties, where things were really shit with Thatcher and uh, etc. Yeah. Do, you, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and just the grimness of the weather. I don't know. They just no, do it so completely, well. Completely, completely. Uh, and obviously, Morrissey um, is probably the king of of self loathing and and just hatred in general. Um, well, and, and but, I, well, and and yeah. on that note, on in my list is is still ill by the Smiths, and um, one of the lines that stuck out for me was, uh, "Ask me why, and I'll spit in your eye." That's <laughs> crap. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, the, uh, the, the Smiths, because they are so, so much like that, but they are also so uplifting in their music, really, you know? Yeah, well, that, I think it's like what you touched on before about you can't see the beauty unless you've, you've um, experienced the pain or, or yep. whatever. Yep. I think the Smiths definitely have that. They've got that beauty amongst the, um, amongst the shit, I suppose. And it just makes it even more beautiful, um, I think. Yeah. There's another one, um, <coughs> uh, tricky, makes me want to die, which um, obviously is a pretty cool uh, uh, song title. 
Yeah. Um, and there's a line in that, and it's uh, that it says, "See me in psychic pollution." And I, I, I thought that that kind of, uh, if you think about what hate and um, and anger is, it, it it it's a it is psychic pollution. Psychic it's, pollution. It, it's, I like uh, that. Yeah. It, it kind of it's the the fog of the fog in your brain, the fog of war, fog that disorients mm. and uh, turns you into a nasty nasty person. Wow, I like that. Yeah. And, well, um, and I've got three. I've got three more. Uh, one, which is which is a pure, I think, um, evil, uh, an evil song in in many ways, but strangely compelling, is uh, the prodigies smack my bitch up. Oh yeah. Um, which is, I mean, it's it's hard. It's it's heavy. It's nasty. Um, the video mm. is is absolutely insane. I um, definitely recommend watching the video. It's this kind of point of view of this guy going out on an absolute bender and just being nasty to everyone. <laughs> it's, it's pretty cool. But then I thought, no, well then I thought there's two, let, let's go to the other, let's go the anti-hate. And so I thought that um, I, I went through my whole Beatles collection because I've, I've got every Beatles album and uh, I tried to find anything in the Beatles that was re remotely hateful and couldn't really find anything. But then I, I thought, well, no, let's go the other way because the Beatles are, you know, they're anti-hate really. And so I thought yeah. um, getting better from um, Sergeant Peppers is, is a great song because it's, it's really not about anything other than positivity and things improving. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I used to be something and something and now I'm, uh, you know, I, I used to be angry man hiding my head in the sand uh, man, I was mean, but I'm changing my scene and I'm doing the best that I can. No, no, I just thought of happiness as a warm gun as a, as a, as a good uh, um, angry song from the Beatles. Ah, that's true. Um, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think Tax Man, but, you know, having a rant ah, against Ah, well, that's, the, the, that's, the, that's hating the man, isn't it? You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I find it funny that a lot of bands do end up, you know, fucking up their finances, getting angry at somebody else about it. Uh, the tax man is a good one about that. I think yeah, uh, another classic was um, EMI by the Sex Pistols, just having a full-on rant against their record company, <laughs> which I found pretty funny too. Like when the, when there's, you know, war and strife and whatever to, to rail against, it's no, nah, no, nah, we'll, we'll, we'll write a song about our record company screwing us, which I thought was pretty funny. Can I just um, say on a, on a, on a completely random note, I saw a song by um, in, in one of those documentaries that, uh, that I sent you the link to the other day and it's the sex pistols who killed Bambi. Have you heard this song? Yeah, it's good. It's nuts. Yeah. Isn't it nuts? I mean, it's, it's, is it, is it Johnny Rotten who's singing or is it someone different? Is it Sid singing? I think it's Johnny Rotten. Right, yeah. but it's, uh, it's uh, no, uh, uh, no, I think it might be Sid Vicious. Yeah, it must Sid be Sid. Vicious does a yeah, couple of, right. like he does My Way and right, some okay. pretty funny songs. That, yeah. um, um, sorry, I, I, I uh, interrupted you. Um, no, no, you're right. The, the, the last one that I think is probably a, the, a band that mixes hope and hate in such a good way is The Clash. And ah. um, uh, the call up, which I just love the whole idea of the song because it sounds like a you know the the march of a, a people um, in formation um, training uh, to be in the army, and it's it basically you know it's up to you to avoid the call up. So you know don't go to war at all costs. I think that that's a that's a really uh, really poignant and uh, important message that. Joe Strummer and the boys uh, came up with. Yeah, 
Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that's great. Uh, that's a really good list because a lot of those songs I haven't heard. So I'm, I'm looking forward to. Um, There's one. To uh, there was actually. one more. Um, Dead Cities by the um, Dead Cities by Future Sound of London because again that has a uh, that has a little snippet at the beginning. I think it's. Um, oh, you've played a, that before from a movie, yeah, and it's, it, it says. Yeah. I had killed a man, a man that looked like me. And, and then it's kind of goes off into this kind of mad electronic kind of, uh, yeah, dystopian. Dystopian kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I have heard that one. Yeah, that's um, epic. Um, well, can I hit you with a few of mine? Absolutely. Um, yeah, so for my woman scorned anger, um, I, I think you can't go past Alanis Morissette. Um, no, for sure. Uh I just remember I was in a share house at uh, or a beach a little bit further south from where I'm now. Um, a place so good they named it twice. Um, yeah, yeah. And um, it was we had a party and and I kind of for some reason went to bed early and there was a whole there was this girl we were sharing a house with. She'd just been dumped by her man, and there was about ten of these women and all of them seemed to have some sort of anti-man vibe going on and they were playing. You ought to know by Alanis Morissette. They played it about fifty times, and they were screaming <laughs> at the top of their lungs. Uh, and it was just—I uh, mean, I couldn't get to sleep. I was going bloody hell. But I—I I like the line where she says, "Did she know how you told me you'd hold me until you died, till you died, but you're still alive?" <laughs> I can't like that. Um, yeah. And then um, there's uh, what was the other? Uh, yeah, the. the the um, Public Enemy do a great, oh, they do great protest songs and, and definitely sticking it to the man. Um, and I, I think Fight the Power is great. Um, I mean, the whole song's fantastic, but I just love some of these lines. Elvis was a hero to most, but he never meant shit to me. He was straight up racist. That sucker was simple and plain. Motherfuck him, him and John, John Wayne. Wayne. <laughs> I love this because because I'm black and I'm proud. I'm ready and hyped. Plus, I'm amped. Don't worry, be happy was a number one jam. Damn, if I say it, you can slap me right here. Yeah. Um, and, and he also says something, I think in that line, in that thing, he says, most of my heroes don't appear on no stamps. No stamp. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. Um, and this is a great one, I reckon. This is a holiday in Cambodia, the Oof. Dead Kennedys. Yeah. This is just a, a, a rant against, you know, pretty much all of us who live in a privileged society who think we know how tough our life is. I suppose it's that first world uh, problem shit. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's basically, why don't you take a holiday in Cambodia? But it's yeah. some great lines in it, actually. It says, you play ethnic jazz to parade your snaz on your five grand stereo, bragging that you know how the niggers feel cold and the slums got so much soul. You're a star belly snitch. You suck like a leech. You want everyone to act like you. Kiss ass while you bitch so you can get rich, but your boss gets richer off you. <laughs> oh, jello. 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 So good. Yeah. The funny awesome. thing about that song was I totally misheard the lyrics when I was young. And, you know, at the very end of that song, he just says Pol Pot, like just Pol Pot. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he was, I thought he was saying cold hot and like <laughs> sort of totally missed the whole point of, uh, so uh, pretty funny um and have i got any more oh and just as a general band for for great sort of anger and especially australian male 
uh, what would you call it? Aussie macho rage, I suppose, would be yep. hunters and collectors. Um, yeah, for sure. For uh, sure. They've got some great lines. That there's the, um, oh, I can't remember the name of the song, but basically, uh, it's got that classic line. You know, she came down hard upon me and ground her finger into my breastbone. And she said, "You don't make me feel like I'm a woman anymore." Yeah, for sure. Um, no, he, 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 they've got some absolute humdingers. They really do. And he, he, he delivers, Mark, Mark Seymour. Mark Seymour delivers them in such a gravelly, angry way as well. I reckon. Um, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. There's a great uh, another song called "The Way to Go Out." It says the way to go out was in a bottle of fear in a body of anger and a gut full of beer. <laughs> nice. Uh, uh, yeah. Now, um, uh, Dazza B, I'm going to have to go and uh, live my, live my uh, non-hateful existence. Um, mm. Yeah. So I have, unfortunately, no time for, uh, for a quiz this, uh, this episode, but um, let's, uh, huh? let's what, what's the emotion that we're going to move on to? What do you reckon? Well, so we just go the opposite. Love. So we go love. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go love. Let's go love. I'm feeling better already just saying it. <laughs> absolutely, oh, absolutely. Nice. Yeah, for sure. And we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll regale the listeners with stories of pleasant times in the surf and beautiful uh, stories of camaraderie and sharing and uh, um, yeah. and joie de vivre that surf and music can bring. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> Oh, yes, yeah, it does. does fucking anti vaxxer out there. Makes me feel sorry. Like, yeah, and that fucking asshole, bloody local twat. <laughs> yeah. Just, I'll tell you what would really throw him if you just paddled out and said, I love you, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I'm, I love I'm, you. I'm, I'm, maybe I'll do that next time. Uh, funny, funny. Now, the good thing, the good thing about that twat is he does. He never surfs early, so that was the afternoon. Oh, that was the afternoon session. So most of the time, I surf early. So I, I fortunately never really have to uh, um, come in contact with him. So anyway, it's well, it's good. all good. It's all part of the uh, the rich tapestry that is um, the surfing existence. So good. Well, looking forward to the next one. We'll yeah, mate. Love. I think we'll, we'll, I reckon we we get onto it um, sooner than later. Sure. Let's right. do it. All right, mate. Um, go get shacked and enjoy that beautiful bank at, at South Zach. Oh, while it lasts. <laughs> banks don't last forever. They I'm going to love do. it. They never do. Well, only, oh, the banks that, only the banks that keep all our money. That's right. Yes. Uh, okay. okay. Get shacked. You. You. Ciao. Ciao. Do not go gentle into that good night. Old age burn and rave at close of day. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. Though wise men at their end know darkest right, because their words had forked no lightning, they do not go gentle into that good night. Good men, Last wave by, crying how bright their frail deeds might dance in a green bay. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. Wild men caught and sang the sun in flight and learned too late they grieved it on its way. 
do not go gentle into that good night. Grave men near death who see with blinding sight, blind eyes could blaze like meteors and be gay. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. And you, my father, there on that sad height, curse me, bless me now with your fierce tears. I pray, do not go gentle into that good night. Rage, rage against the dying of the light.